Let us pray. Most loving and gracious God, pour your Holy Spirit upon us. Open our hearts to hear your voice. Lord, may your word be spoken and your word received. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Please be seated. In the words that we heard shared, there was the recognition that the separation is temporary and one day we will be reunited again. And that is really the heart of what Christians celebrate as we come to any funeral where we come with heavy hearts recognizing the loss that really is there with all of the emotions that go with it. But Christians also gather as a people of hope for the very reason that was shared, that in Christ our separation from our loved ones is temporary and that one day Jesus will return and all who have died in Christ will be raised up to a new life to dwell in the new creation with God forever where there is no more death, where every tear is wiped away and to live perfectly with God forever. So in that sense, Christians gather at every funeral as a testimony to what Jesus has done and as people of hope who rejoice that death does not have the last word and that death does not win in the end. Jesus has the last word and in him we too can have everlasting life. And as we come, we know that both of those emotions are happening at once. People of hope and people of sadness all at the same time. And God knows that that's what's going on. And in fact, even in this gospel passage, that's what's being communicated. Because as we heard at the start, that Jesus is charged by Martha, well, if you had been here, my brother would not have died. In other words, she's saying probably what many of you have thought, you could have done something, why are we here? Why is it like this? All of these questions that we ask. And it's okay to ask those questions. God can certainly handle it. And Jesus was asked that even in this encounter. That his friend Martha is saying to him, you didn't show up, you didn't do what I asked you to do, and here we are and we're hurting. And in light of that, Jesus says, well, your brother will rise again. And Martha seems to take comfort and know that he will rise again on the last day. And that's where Jesus says the important words that I am the resurrection and the life. Those who believe in me, even though they die, will live. And everyone who lives and believes in me will never die. That is the eternal truth of the gospel. And Jesus doesn't say that with a question mark. It's a statement that Jesus is the way and the truth and the life. And that when we have said yes to him, we are born anew. 
and that God prepares a place for us to dwell with Him until Jesus returns and we usher in the new creation. And that free gift is available to every single one of us. And in fact, in the words that we heard about Roger, he was described in a variety of ways. And as we celebrate this funeral service, it's almost most importantly that we recognize that he was a child of God who said yes to Jesus, who sought to walk with him, who was at peace with him even in the midst of what he was facing, who clung to his faith in the midst of what he faced. And that example then too should be a call for each and every single one of us that we can trust like Roger did in the words of the psalm. That no matter what we face, God is with us. And He will see us through, even in the hard times, even in our death. And as the psalm says, those words should be encouraging for us in the days ahead because the psalm points us to turn to God for our help. And there will be plenty of days when that is needed. The stories that we heard shared will be the stories uh, and many more that sustain you through the days and weeks and months and years ahead. As you share a story that brings a joyful memory and a laugh, and there will be stories that move you to tears and sadness. And through it all, be assured that God remains with you. That God knows what you're feeling. You don't have to pretend that it's okay, because it's not. You don't have to pretend that you're not hurting and just get it together uh, because God says, suck it up and get going. That is not what God says. That's what we kind of tell each other in the world and it's not really helpful. Uh, God says, I'm okay with how you're feeling. Just let God know how you're feeling and allow God to walk with you each and every single day in the roller coaster that will be the emotions of the days ahead. And surround one another with your love and your stories and your memories to see each other through. And I hope also to remind one another of the words you heard in the psalm, that God is with you, that God will see you through, God will be your strength. And all who want to say yes to Jesus may do so, and he too will raise you up on the last day. And if you are looking for the peace and the comfort and the joy and the life that Roger had, we find that in Christ. Let us receive what Jesus has offered to us today. May we recognize Jesus as the way, the truth, and the life. And in him we will be raised up. And in Christ we will be reunited with Roger and all our loved ones who have gone before. Thanks be to God for his work in Christ. And we give thanks to God for sending Roger to be with us. And in this funeral liturgy, we really, with heavy hearts, hand him back into the arms of the loving God who created him. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen.